Let's talk about love in only the realest ways. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about hate. Let's talk about love. I know it's a little overplayed. Let's talk about love, 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 and our worst dates. Because I look cuter on the internet. You know that I look cuter on your phone. But still, I'll date you so I feel less alone. But please don't try to bring me home. No, no, with your host, Traps Love. And Ariel, this is I look cuter on the internet. Sweet. All right. Perfect. Hello. Storm can't stop us. Uh, yeah, fuck, fuck you, Storm. You think weather can stop our friendship? You think February or March can stop this friendship? You and your goddamn snurricane. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, it literally, I got off the subway earlier, and I was like, why is it raining? Why is the rain hurting my face? And then I saw the hail bouncing off of me, and I was like, the fuck is this shit? And then I get into work, and it's like snowing outside, and then it's raining, and I'm like, make up your goddamn mind ridiculous i can't believe that you had to go out in this today oh my god some weather we're having yeah i was like it was horrible it was horrible i have to go back out into it now i'm like i spent pretty much the whole day in my bedroom because my work got canceled and i was like hey friday's usually my day off anyway so i slept in and then i started hitting on guys and i went down and i saw my mom for a bit and now she's making beans Ooh, thinking about those beans. <laughs> yeah, well, she has, like, dried beans, and she was like, I don't know how to make these, and I was like, let's read the directions. So all you do is soak them for a little bit, and then you boil them until they're soft. So, nice. Yeah, so we're, we have beans on the stove, I guess, in case the power goes out, we'll eat some beans for dinner. Um, <laughs> That's the life. <laughs> I, I have my chili cook-off tomorrow, and... um. I have to go to the store at some point in this and buy all the stuff if the store is even open, which I guess it is. ShopRite apparently says that it's open, but literally every other thing has closed. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's gross, and nobody should want to go out into this. And I would literally just sit here with my sweatpants on if I didn't have a date. Oh, no. Come back. Yes, right. you have a date. I do. I do. I can't wait to hear about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see how that goes. Since this person specifically was like, go on a date with me, and then you can talk about it on your podcast. So I'm going to have to talk about it on the podcast. I This is talking about it on the podcast. He doesn't get yeah. anything more than this. That's it. That's the only mention. Nobody gets to find out what happens. Um, I literally open with that. Like, when I match with people, since it's in my Tinder now, I just, like, I match with people, and I'm like, hey, if you go on a date with me, I'll talk about you on this podcast. <laughs> you want to be famous? <laughs> <laughs> you want fives of people to listen to you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're like slimy producers, and that's been my dream my entire life. Never wanted to be the actress. I always wanted to be the creepy producer. Me too. <laughs> now I have something to 
hold over there. Oh, God. Hey, come into my office, and I'll tell you all about my podcast. <laughs> you want to see where we record it, baby? <laughs> I lay on this spot in my couch, yeah. <laughs> to where the magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this will get all the listeners to hit on us. <laughs> I've literally, I've been like, I mean, you know this, but just kind of like saying it aloud. I've been matching with a lot of people that are like, tall with dark hair and beards and glasses that look really nerdy and awkward and so i think i finally found like the type of person i want to marry someday right well that leads us into this week's topic absolutely i think that's probably why i did it subconsciously go ahead what's the topic um so this topic i believe our actual title is not quite a fetish (laughs) um it's basically i feel like when you're, you know, in your dating life or whatever, we tend to kind of go for people who look certain ways or do certain things. Like, not always, like, you know, like, my general type, my ex didn't look anything like that, you know. But um, we have our we have our certain things that we like. And that also I had, I'm going to make a note of it because I wanted to bring it up. But now it's not a good time. About, like, staying with people who are a certain um, attraction level as we are. Yeah, so that's, that's a really yeah. good point, right? I need to like you start talking because I need to Google the name of this documentary that was done on how we find people who are our same attraction level because it was really good and I suggest it. Okay, I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we'll just kind of go back and forth, kind of just talking about different things that have interested us over the years. And so I really just want to start out with, like, my number one, which, like, you know, you could talk about height because I prefer men that are taller than me. I prefer people that are taller than me in general, but I can date people that are shorter than me and have an equally good amount of time. So that's, like, that's more of a preference. But as for as far as not a fetish, like, something that I look for, like, subconsciously and then very consciously every single time that I see a guy on Tinder or in real life is I look at their nose. Ooh, I love, really? Yeah, I love noses. Like, and it's such like, a weird thing. what about noses? Um, I re- <laughs> it's so funny. Because I, I, it might be because I love facial hair so much, but I think that the nose really frames the face. And so, like, oh, yeah. if your nose is too thin for, like, the rest of your facial features or too big or too long, it really bothers me. And I'm not saying that there is a perfect nose, but I really prefer, like, just big noses. And so, and this is a weird thing, and it's not supposed to be, like... It, I don't know how this is going to get taken. I dated a lot of guys in a row. And then as I was dating them, found out that all of them in a row in succession were Jewish. And they all had like these really nice noses. But I didn't know that upon like starting to talk to them. It was one of those things that like on the first date, it came out like, oh, yeah, I'm Jewish. And it's like, whoa, that's a thing. Um, I had a. Uh, so you you all know about my ex-fiance. He wasn't Jewish. He had a great nose. But there's only been one other person in my entire life that I've been like in love with, I would say, and that's a whole topic. But 
he had just like this gorgeous nose, just this huge nose. And every day that we spent together, I would just be like, hey, this person, I really, really like your nose. And he'd be like, why do you like noses so much? And it's just one of those things that like, I guess people don't take into account like actively, like some people like hands and some people like ears. The one thing that I notice first is I really, really notice noses. I I love noses. You should write a cute song about like, hey, I love your nose. (laughs) I think that would be adorable. I like the way that it frames your face. Yeah, I like your (laughs) nose. (laughs) That would be really cute. I think you should do it. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'll do it and I'll put it in the post credits. Do it. That'd be so cute. Um, yeah, so we have kind of similar, similar types, which is why you're always trying to steal my men. It's true. <laughs> so if you go, I've said it before on here, but if you see me, you're also going to see Travis because he will like go after you. So, but I also like giant men. So giant hulking men my type yeah like i love like i love beards but i also like really fucking love hair like hairy chest yes oh my like literally it's been points of people like stop you know like if you have hair curling out of the top of your shirt or something <laughs> No, it's like fucking cleavage. I have literally been like, <laughs> I have literally, it actually like immediately gets me going. I'm like, oh my God, that's the hottest shit. And it's like, that's hair. One time I slept with a guy um, who I don't have a nickname for. You know who it is. But um, I slept with a guy and when he took his shirt off, he had he had so much hair that he had a toothpick sticking in it. Oh like my a God. toothpick that had been there all day because he hadn't used it. He hadn't used the toothpick all day. So it had just fallen into his hair and he had so much of it that he hadn't noticed. Oh my God. Suspended in the thicket, and he was like, Oh, that's really embarrassing. And I was like, No, that's really fucking hot. (laughs) 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 Like, I don't know, and I don't be like like hairy backs or somebody because i said this to somebody and they were like ew what if their what if their shoulders are hairy and i'm like all right so hairy shoulders i feel like is pushing it but if it's more concentrated on the chest i think that is like the hottest fucking shit i'm like i just want to run my fingers there like um an actor i was working with one time because i was doing this viking film i had um i've been doing makeup on his face and first, I was doing makeup on his face, and then he was just like, you don't have to be touching my beard right now, do you? And I was like, <gasps> and I was like, what? And he was like, you don't have to be touching my beard. You're just touching it. And I, and I literally was just like, oh, my God, you're right. I have to. And I just, like, stroked his beard. I was like, I'm so sorry. So then I had to do dirt on his chest, and I had to literally, like, rub it in, like, with my hands. Yes. And he had a hairy chest, and he's like, "All right, you're pushing it." I was like, "No, I promise you, I have to be doing this." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "I am fully enjoying it, but I have to do it. This is the technique." 
<laughs> like I got called out on like a film. I have to be <laughs> doing <You> this. <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, I know. But yeah, no, hair is like a big one for me. Okay. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. I like like chest belly hair too, but I'm really I guess it's it it really honestly depends on the man and I'm not like like hair isn't the biggest turn off or on for me though I love chest hair but um I will say that like back hair is really like eh you know I yeah, didn't actually so know much. that you could grow hair on your back because I I literally don't grow hair on my back except for like okay. the lower back like the small of my back but people like grow entire backs oh. of hair so since you're in love with my brother and have been forever, you should know that his back is super hairy. Is it? Just, it's really, oh my God, one time he, um, I was trying to get to my room and my brother um, literally stepped out in the hallway. He was like, Ariel, Ariel. I was like, ew, what? And he's like, put Nair on my back. And I was like, that's disgusting. And he was like, what Nair? He wouldn't let me go through until I nared it. So I took the Nair and I painted a giant A on his back. Oh, my God. And he didn't know. So he washed it off and he had a giant A. And my mom had to tell him that I had nared my initials into his back. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, why would you do that? And I was like, why would you make your little sister near your back? These are the real questions. Like, come on. <laughs> when you nair something, because yeah. you've used nair, does it ever grow back? Yeah, it does. It basically is like more like a chemical murder of the hair. I don't know. It's a more metal way of shaving. Because I've always wanted to like nair my legs to make it easier to shave them when I'm shaving my legs. Because I do sometimes. And... It's just like I'm so afraid that the hair is just never gonna grow back. But it'll grow back. It'll grow back. It's just the you don't have to do the razor and you don't get the razor burn. It does leave them feeling kind of soft. But it's literally just you slather it on and you wipe it off. That's crazy. It grows back. Yeah, um, I used to have this thing that like there's something that's not nair. It's made for specifically like black men's beards. Oh, and yeah, and it's for like more coarse hair, and it works good. I've used it in places, but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> like yeah, this is like a black man's beard, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I had actually bought it for my ex. Oh, okay. Well, that makes <laughs> he sense. He fit the demographic, but he didn't want to use it. So I was like, well, I'm going to do it. But yeah, so there are different, there are manlier versions of Nair, if that makes any difference. I don't know if the hair is really that different, but, you know. Anyway, Nair, not Nair, that's not what we we're talking about. Um, beards and hairy chests, and you're into glasses, right? I'm super into glasses, like, it's almost an obsession. Like, I sometimes wear glasses that don't have lenses in them or that have, like, non-prescription lenses because I don't need glasses. And I'm not to the point where I myself... What? I said so you can infiltrate the glasses club? Yes. I'm not... Yeah, what do you guys? <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm not at the point yet because I've met people that are like this that are also obsessed with glasses that actually go out of their way to ruin their eyesight so they need no, glasses. No. Yeah, people I do that. 
just wear fake glasses. I know. That's what I said. But they were like, no, it's not the same. It's not the same. And I'm like, it's the same. It's worse. Okay, you're talking to a person who is like completely blind without her contacts, but also wears fake glasses sometimes. (laughs) I could very easily just use my glasses, but no, because then you're fucking dependent on a fucking fashion accessory. Like, just wear your contacts or keep your eyes good and then wear glasses. Yes. Because it's also like, like for me, um, I'm super fucking blind, so if I wear, like, big glasses, it makes my eyes look so tiny, like, they're dots, like, they're little, I'm a cartoon character who's never been drawn without her glasses, my eyes are just dots, it's horrific, but, like, you wear fake glasses, you get all the cute aesthetic without having tiny fucking little dot eyes. See... What I like about glasses, and I think that the reason that they turned me on so much about my ex-fiance was it was just one of those things where, like, he had, like, these dark brown eyes, but whenever he was wearing his glasses, which was most of the time because he didn't have contacts, so he only ever took off his glasses at night for sleep, and he looks really cute without glasses, too. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but with glasses, he was so hot. And I think it was just one of those things where like I could just like look into his eyes and like really see the different shades of brown. You know what I mean? Like, I think through dating my ex fiance, I really gained like a a true love of brown eyes because up until that point, it was always like, no, I like light eyes. I like I like these beautiful eyes that you can see all of the different colors in. I like like the 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 the, the, like thunder blue eyes, you know, I'm talking about like the ice blue eyes. But, you know, oh, go ahead. But at the end of the day, I think that, like, more often than not, people have brown eyes. Like, I don't, but people do, and I'm going to end up dating more people that do have them than don't. So I'm really glad that through that relationship, I was able to get this, like, not obsession with brown eyes because they're not a thing that turns me on, but just, like, with glasses I love and the ability to just really appreciate the beauty of brown eyes, especially in the sunlight, because they just, like, they glow. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say, like, brown eyes. It's funny, like, you're saying, like, you only do, like, light eyes, guys, because I, (laughs) I know you're, I fucking hate blue eyes. Really? (laughs) Oh, my God. I was dating a guy once, and I t- I had a nightmare, and I couldn't, like, I talked to him, I was like, oh my god, I had the worst nightmare, and he's like, what? And I was like, in the nightmare, you took off your brown contacts, and you've had blue eyes this whole time. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my god, do I have to break up with him now? And it was like an actual, like, I was like, oh no, I really like him. Now I have to dump him because he has blue eyes. Like, Oh my god. I'm so not into it. I think that they're creepy. Like, sometimes, sometimes it's okay, like, if it really works. And I guess, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just never going to look at a guy and be like, ooh, it's usually, like, you're cute and you have blue eyes so that I can deal with it. It's never, ever something that's going to, like, attract me to someone and be like, ooh, they're so cute. Look at their blue eyes. Like, green eyes, I think, are cool. But, like, I am I like brown. I honestly just like brown. Yeah, brown is just really attractive, and it doesn't get enough love because people are always like, oh, it's the most common one. But I think it's the most common one for a reason because it's pretty hot. Yeah, um. like, I like it. Hazel eyes are really pretty. Yeah, well, I have hazel like, eyes. That's mine. 
Do you? I thought you had blue. Well, they change like, from blue to green, and they have, like, shades of brown and yellow in them. So, like, I don't know what they are. But on my license, yeah, it says actually, hazel. I was always upset because my dad has, like, straight up, like, his eyes are, like, yellowy brown green. Oh, that's nice. Like, yeah, if you ever, like, are talking to my dad and you have the chance to grab him and stare deeply into my father's <laughs> eyes... <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it because they're very pretty. And I used to be like, what the fuck? Like, he has these really pretty eyes. And I got brown. I didn't like him at first. And then I did like them because they were so dark brown that you couldn't see my pupil. And Star was like, what the hell's wrong with your eyes one day? She, like, flipped out because she couldn't find my pupils. And I was like, yes, I love this. I'm like, a de-. like, I really liked it. Like, but, you know, self-love and all that good shit. Absolutely. I've always liked my eyes because, um, and I don't know that they do it as much because I don't, I don't pay attention to it as much anymore. Like I don't run to a mirror every time it happens, but if I'm, <laughs> if I'm extremely happy, they seem to turn more green. And if I'm extremely sad, they seem to turn more blue. And oh my God, people said that about my brown. Yeah. I came into work before and people were like, oh, are you in a bad mood? And I'm like, no. And they're like, your eyes are darker. And I'm like, what? Like, somebody said this to me after I'd been working with them for like a year. She was like, oh, well, your eyes are darker today. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, when you're in a good mood, your eyes are lighter. And I'm like, how do you know that? Like, we're not even friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was like, because we've worked together for a year. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, literally. And I was like, just in brown. It's so crazy how our eyes can do this stuff. It's really interesting. I think it's just like the, you know, the letting in more light or letting in less light. And I think that maybe, and I'm not sure because like, I'm just going off the top of my head here, but like, uh, oh, I almost said his name. My ex-fiance never got migraines and he has like really dark brown eyes, but I get them a lot and I have these I light them. eyes. Do you get migraines? I get migraines bad. Like, yeah. So I don't think it really has too much to do with that. I always but I wondered if it had to do with the pigment of the eye color, but I guess not. I don't, you know, I also get tension headaches pretty bad because of uh, my Tourette's syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, because one of the tics is, like, I tense up the back of my head when I'm, like, stressed. And it's exactly the spot where fucking tension headaches start. Oh, no. So, times, yeah, I ended up, before I knew what it was, I ended up in the hospital twice. Because wow. it was literally, like, somebody was, like, stabbing me. Like, in the middle of a conversation, I, like, fell down screaming. It was the craziest pain. And... The second time, the doctor was like, it's a tension. You get really bad tension headaches. And then it was like, it's that part of your head. Um, just make sure you don't tense that. And I was like, that's literally where I tense when I get stressed. So if I'm stressed or tired and my tics are worse, I have to, like, actually, you know, keep that in the back of my head to not do that to the back of my head. You know, I'm like, all right. You know, because I will get, like, really bad ones. I'm so fascinated by that because I know that, you know, and we don't have to talk about that on here. I can ask you about it later. But, like, I've never, like, actively, like, asked you about that syndrome that you have and, like, what. Buck yeah, I don't really know, like, anything about I it or what happens to you. I can give you, like, a short little blurb. If I talk about it too much because people ask me a lot of questions, it sets things, it sets some takes off. But it's basically, like, it's a neurological disorder. So, um... Uh, it's like this mostly subconscious need that you have to do something. So, but really, I don't know if this is like universal because it's not like I have, most people don't know I have it. Okay. But for me, um, every they're all triggered by what feels good. So if something feels good when you do it, 
initially, um, you can get hooked on doing it over and over and over again. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. So, like, that popularized thing about people, like, cursing, it actually, like, I hate when people say that. Like, I really hate that because it doesn't make any fucking sense. If somebody's screaming fuck, it's because the word fuck feels really nice in your mouth. Like, doesn't it? Like, if you're just like, fuck, it feels nice. <laughs> yeah, it does. Not about It's not about saying the word necessarily. It's about the way that it feels. So... <clears throat> You can ca- you can get caught up doing, like, I have, like, a whole range of them, but most of them, like, people don't notice. It's just something I'm doing. But the worst part is, like, it bothers me because people will, like, make jokes about it because of, like, the cursing thing. But, like, I can tell you, I've like I just told you, I've ended up in the hospital for tension headaches. So I've had, um, when I was little, I used to have to bang my head into things, so I got, like, knots on my head. I have one that comes up every now and then. I won't talk about it too much because it'll come up, where I basically collapse my throat. Oh. And I can't, I will literally get to the point where it's like, I have a really bad sore throat and I have to keep hurting myself and I can't stop. So it's like, I hate when people like make fun of shit like that in the media. Cause I'm like, Oh, is that funny to you? You know, like it's not funny, but yeah, it's one of my little things that I get pissed off about when people joke about, which has come up cause people will always make those little like, what do you have to Ritz to somebody else? I'm like, well, I do. Do you have questions about it? And they're like, Oh, and I'm like, yeah. Like, you want to talk about it? But yeah. But it's basically that. If you want to talk about it more, I can talk about it off the thing. But that's basically what it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know, like, super too much about it. And I just... When when some... When, like, I always forget that you have it. But whenever I, like, remember, it's like, I don't actually feel like asking you about it. Because I feel like that's rude. Or, like, you know, not really my place. Because it's not something that's actively happening right now, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind talking about it just because it is one of those things that's, like, super misrepresented. Ooh, that's not a word. You know what I mean. Not um, represented correctly in the media, so it leads to, like, a lot of jokes. And then you're like, no. So I don't usually mind talking about it unless I'm, like, already stressed and shit, you know. But anyway, that's nothing to do with our topic. Yeah, but. Anybody out there has, um, they're attracted to pink-haired women with Tourette's syndrome. Here I am. Hit me up. (laughs) Someone out there is like, yeah, that's my thing. That's what I'm into. I've been waiting for someone to make a podcast and explain it so I can look like Serge Dinder for them. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you like when, other than the, the glasses and the beard and stuff, what are your other things that you feel like you're physically attracted to with people? Oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I like deep voices. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, um, oh, God, it's it's hard to explain. I, God, ah, hmm, how do I explain this well? I'm explain. ah, uh, I'm not explained. I'm really attracted to people that are very, very, very much themselves. And I, I mean, I've talked about me being myself a lot. And, um, but I'm also attracted to like that as, as far as like quirkiness goes. So like moving more into that, because that's like a lot of like what I find really attractive. I mean, that the tea guy that I've mentioned on here before, really awkward, but also very much like owning it in a very in a very real way and I like that because I I I do that too but I do that in a very different way than the 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 type of thing that I'm attracted to so like 
Um, I'm really, and I, I guess it's not as much of a physical thing, but you can kind of tell because it's not, it's not like, it's not like Tourette's and it's not ticks, but there's a lot of like just physical mannerisms that you can see when you talk to somebody that is shy or awkward or very introverted about the things that they are also then presenting to the world. Like they're a little bit hesitant to show them off. And I, I see that and I notice it because it's what I'm attracted to. So I'm very attracted to it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So like with... It's like with uh, with with T guy or with my ex fiance. It's just one of those things where it's like, um, you compliment them and it's like this full face blush because they don't feel like they should be complimented. Or it's one of those things where like they'll be talking and if they feel like they're getting too out there with their hand movements, they'll actively like stop themselves from doing it. And I just. And it's not like that's a good thing because I think that people shouldn't be embarrassed to be themselves. And I think that might be why I'm attracted to that type of person. So I can explain that to them while we date is like, hey, you can be more open. You can flail your arms around like I'm doing when I speak. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't matter that you're doing that because I'm going to like you anyway. And it really doesn't matter what other people think. And if you actively care about what everyone in the world thinks, you're never going to be truly yourself. And so I think... You know what, that doesn't always mean that, though. What? Like, people being awkward doesn't always mean that they're not comfortable with themselves, though. Yeah, no, you're like, right. It's why I, it's hard to explain. I, I mean, like, I am literally, like, the one of the compliments, or I guess compliments I get from everybody is like i love how awkward you are and i'm like you know i have too much self-esteem in most things so i'm like look at me i'm so high you know like yeah but i um okay i just need to like tell you two funny things like on dates one time i, w I went on a date with uh i think it was new jersey guy and he was like oh i love how awkward you are and i was like oh good because I'm never going to get any better. And then I immediately, <laughs> I immediately dropped the chicken that I was trying to cut onto the floor at this <laughs> restaurant. And I just leaned down and I picked it up and I put it back on the plate. And I'm just like, yep. And he was like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, and then another time, oh God, I need to, I'm just going to call him toothpick guy because it's the same guy. Um, <laughs> I went on a date with toothpick guy and I, uh, we were like at Olive Garden mm -hmm. and I was trying to eat a salad and I just have to put it out there that salad is the most awkward fucking thing to eat on a date. Because if, they, if it's not like chopped and they didn't make it, the pieces really small, it's so hard to eat. So... I'm talking to him, and I went to eat some salad, and the salad just fell off of my fork as I was trying to put it into my mouth, <laughs> and it went completely down my shirt, because I'm wearing, like, not like a low shirt, but like a pretty low shirt, and all this salad just goes down into my shirt, and my reaction, because I'm so used to just being awkward, was to just look at him and, and go... I looked at him and I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> I was like I'm gonna get that. And he was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, No, I'm gonna get that and you are gonna maintain eye contact with me. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then he goes, okay. And I literally just stared at him. Like, with just, like, this deadpan face, I stared at him. And I slowly, slower than I had to, slowly reached out into my shirt and pulled out so much salad. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure I just put it back in my bowl. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure I still ate that. But he was like, oh, 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 and I was like, eye contact. I was like, you're not going to look away. You're hypnotized. <laughs> like, yeah, but like, I do awkward shit all, and you know, I'm always flailing my arms. Literally, people are always like, you're going to hurt somebody because I am so animated when I talk that I'm always flailing. But it's like, if you're trying to calm it down, you know, but it's not because I'm awkward because I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to be who I am because I'm, like, I have to tell you about the date I went on Monday to give you an idea of how ridiculous I am. But, yeah, but, so it doesn't always have to mean that. Sometimes you can just be awkward and also, you know, no, weirdly No, absolutely. I mean, the reason that we're friends is because we're, we're pretty similar in that regard. I'm very, I'm very loud, I'm very myself, and I'm, I'm very awkward. I absolutely am also, and it, it definitely comes out like, like when I perform, um, you know, like this isn't a dating story necessarily because I can't I'm not as good at thinking off my dating, my awkward dating stories off the top of my head. But um, I should write them down more before we start. But um, okay. the last time that I performed, I oh, gosh, um, you know, what? I'm going to change the story because it's even funnier to tell it this way. Last night, I led a guitar group for the first time, and it's not something that's ever been done before through the music studio that I work at. So there were these six teenage, like 13 to 14-year-old guitarists um, that don't know anything about guitar except for one who did. And they were just sitting there looking at me, and the parents were there too, and they were just staring at me. But at one point... Like right before we started, which was already awkward because we were like ten minutes late to start because the uh, the none of us could find the room that it was supposed to take place in, including me. Um, at one point, one of the parents was like, "What should us parents do?" And I was like, "I mean, you could leave and come back, or you could do what any real parent would do, and you can sit in the back of room and you can judge me for how I'm teaching your child." <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at me and I was like, ha And then I just turned back to the kids. And while I was talking to the kids at one point, like, which was just like, I was very awkward and I was using that to my advantage because especially in like a first time scenario when I'm first talking to people, which is why it does come out when I perform in the songs that I do, because I'm confident in the songs, but I'm never confident with what I'm going to say in between. So sometimes I'll just start talking about like, oh, you know, I just got out of a really long relationship and I'm super sad. Here's a song about death. And it's awkward, (laughs) but people appreciate that so I definitely know that like it can be a thing where you use it to your advantage but I think I'm also just attracted to people who are awkward regardless of if they know that they're awkward and using it to their advantage you know what I mean yeah that makes sense um talked about most of the things with my hair and tall men like my last my last sex was six foot seven you know he was tall he was six (laughs) foot seven and then the New Jersey guy was like six foot five. Like, yeah, I like tall guys too. Yes. I'm like, you got to be over like six, three, <laughs> not necessarily. Like I'll, you know, obviously date under, but I'm like, yeah. Cause I'm not really short either. Yeah. You're, you're, you're pretty tall. 
Yeah, so I'm like, all right. Can't be like, oh, he's so tall. He's six feet. And I'm like, okay, that's not, that's that's an average. But my for me, license, I'm like, my license what am I? I don't even six know how three. I am. I think you're 5'8", five 5'9". Five I Something like that. My license says 6'3", but I'm 6'2", because the ex was 6'3", and he was definitely taller than me. So I, mean, like, I I've gotten everything from five five six to five nine, and I'm like, that's a big difference. That's so, a very big difference. Somebody's wrong there. But yeah, so there's that. Um, I am all about the tattoos. Like, fucking love tattoos. Most also jealous of tattoos because I want more, and I'm poor. You know. But it depends on the tattoo. Like, let's talk about New Jersey guys. New Jersey tattoo. Ah. Uh, we never talk about that again. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Um, one time, Cassie dated this guy who got the shittiest fucking tattoo. Like, it looked like a worm wrapped around a toothpick, and it was supposed to be like a fox wrapped around a sword or something. And it was what? disgusting. And then he was like, it was like um, the dates of like his dad's death. Which sounds like it's good. And then you ask him about it. He's like, oh, I just wanted a tattoo. Like, he didn't actually have any attachment to his dad. He didn't really know him. He just thought it would be a cool idea for a tattoo. What? And I'm like, all right. I don't think that you're... Ta- I don't think anyone's tattoos have to have any meaning. Honestly, I'm just like, if it doesn't mean anything, that's, you know, extra fun. Because that's just a direct reflection of your personality and the type of person you are. And the type of person you are is the type that would get something that didn't actually fucking mean anything to you. Which still says a lot about you. But, like, getting a tattoo that doesn't actually have any meaning has just as much meaning about your personality as something else would, you know? Because it means that you're that personality type that would just get some dumb shit tattooed on you. Which says something about you, you know? I really love how sexy tattoos are, and I've literally never dated somebody that's had a tattoo. Even one? Not even one. Oh, God, no. I so interesting? Like, of all the people I've dated, and I've dated a lot of people, I never seem to find someone that's gotten a tattoo and just has one. I, I mean, Jersey guy had a lot of tattoos, he hit all those things. He had the green eyes and the beard and the tattoos and the hairy chest. But And the awful she... personality. Awful, awful personality. So shitty. Um, yeah. I don't think I've dated a lot of guys with tattoos, but I haven't I also haven't I don't know if I've dated a like I haven't had a lot of boyfriends. I don't know. I mean, I've definitely gone on decent people's tattoos. The one I had on Monday was tattoos. Yes. But, yeah. Um, but I'm also, like, when you think of, like, body type, what do you think of? Ah, Other than t- cool. I was literally about to move into that. Um, I like, and I, you know, you were talking about how you like guys that are literally just huge. And... <laughs> I also like that, but, like, I like just, like, a little bit of defined muscle, but still, like, kind of, like, you know, not, uh, you know, like, you can press into it. It's not just, like, rock-hard muscle. I hate, like, super defined muscle. So, um, I really like muscle bears, I guess is the term, where they're, like, you know, a little bit chubby, but they're really, really... Did I tell you, did I tell you this conversation I had with my roommate? No. (laughs) because okay for listeners who don't know my roommate is gay but um 
I was saying something because we were talking types, and I was like, oh, like, if you took a, a bear and you turned it into a human man and then you covered it in tattoos, that's my type. And he was like, did you know there's a gay term? I'm like, yes, I know there's a gay term. It's called bears. <laughs> and he was like, and he's just like, goddamn gays. He's like, why are there terms for everything? He's like, and I was like, oh, you mean, and I start rattling some off. And he was like, goddamn it. And I was like, I'm personally jealous because I would love to just be like, be like, oh, I like a bear, you know? But I was like, but we don't get terms. We have to actually describe people. And I was like, wouldn't it be easier? And he's like, what would your... And I, like, he's just like, what would you? And I'm like, I would be a sea cow. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, someone out there is going to be like, yeah, I'm into like sea cows because I'm kind of like mermaidy. But, you know, mermaids are really just like sea cows. So basically, <laughs> that's what I am. And if I was able to label myself the way that gay men do, I would be a sea cow. I love that. <laughs> yeah because i got that mermaid vibe going though i would also <laughs> say on like because i don't i don't really know how to define myself i guess like in gay terms i'm an otter but i don't like feel like one but i do like i don't feel like playing in the water and holding hands as i try to take a nap in the water but not anymore that's what <laughs> so uh, a lot of my a lot of people that I date end up being, like, either, like, muscly bears kind of cubby, or they end up being, like, really awkward, like, squirmy, skinny guys, and, like, Okay, otters. what's the term for squirm? Is there a term? Are they, like, worms? So, there's two different ones. Muscle worms! There no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into muscle worms. <laughs> I'm sure that that's a furry thing, but that's not a gay term. Oh. Um, a full-on worm suit oh my god um <laughs> it's like vinyl <laughs> so like when you're when you're like a teenage like gay teeny bopper that's like and you're like super thin and like awkward and have no facial hair and like you're still really young that's a twink and that's what that is but when you're in like your 20s and you're still kind of like you're not thin, but you're not muscly and you're not big in any sort of regard, like what I am, I guess, right now, like just kind of like quote unquote average size. That's um that's an otter. And so like is it like like uh what? Twinks aren't hairy, right? Uh they no, not at all. An otter is basically like a hairy twink, but a little bit more meat on the bones. And, um, so just think my ex, my ex was an otter, like, like inside otter. out was an otter. Um, and then there's like, um, oh God, um, I'll just, I'll just beep it out because I don't have a nickname for him. Then there was like, who, um, was like, oh, wait, a nickname. what? We got a nickname. What do you think it should be though? Uh. Just call him Mel Ariel. <laughs> Man, Mariel. That's a little <laughs> difficult. <laughs> I'll call him Man Ray. Why Man Ray? Because it's like Man and Ariel. Man Ray. Okay. Can you I leave this part in though. Yeah. I'll just <laughs> beep out where we said the name and I'll just keep that. Um. Okay. 
Then there's like Man Ray, who was like, Man Ray. Spot on. Man Ray just had like an. I guess it's true, kind of in the uh, in the show too. But um, he had like he was like a bear because he wasn't like super defined, but he was very strong and he could pin me down a lot, which is what I like. I think that it's just like as a as a very queer person that dates different types that want different things out of them. <clears throat> um, I'm still I'm picturing this as some sort of horrible SpongeBob fanfic. I guess you have to. <laughs> Did they defrost him? Wasn't that the thing I mixed up Futurama? Yeah, they defrosted his head and then the rest of his body. <laughs> it was so hot. <laughs> There's a fanfic out there about that. You know it. Like, Oh, you know it. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Oh, I thought my leg was red. I was like, why is my leg red? It was the light shining through my water bottle that's pink. Um. See, this is also something that came up on my date on Monday. Oh, we have to wait till the end, Ariel. We have to wait. I know. I just have to point out little moments that were similar to that. Um, so as a, like, you, and you'll have this too, because you are also looking for a couple different things. Because sometimes you're looking for somebody to dom you, and sometimes you're looking to dom somebody. It just depends. Um, with me it literally changes the type of person that I'm looking for. I'm looking for, I mean, the personality kind of stays the same. And my ideal type is very much like the, the tall, awkward, not skinny, but not super muscly, um, guy with dark eyes, dark hair, beard, and glasses. Like, I love that. That's my look. That's the look of somebody that I really do want to spend like a long period of time with. But when it comes to people like Man Ray, that's the look that I go for. When he, you know, he had a beard, but he didn't have glasses. He had a very like almost chiseled, f- like gorgeous model face. But wasn't he also blonde? What? Wasn't he kind of like blonde? He had a lighter brown hair. It wasn't blonde. But um, I look for that that type of like just giant person like what you like i look for that when i'm looking for somebody that i want to like and i mean i hope that like people don't listen to this that don't want me to say this but when i'm looking for somebody to like wreck me that's what i'm looking for you know what i mean you're looking for wreck it ralph i yes and it's a very (laughs) clear distinct thing like with my ex-fiance i was the one that was always the the dominant top and that's fine but it was literally because any time that he tried to dom me, and I'm sorry for those of you that don't want to hear this, but any time he tried to dom me, it was just one of those things where it was like, eh, you're not, like, huge. You're not, like, pinning me down and, like, <clears throat> with reckless abandon, like, taking advantage of me. And that's what I'm looking for if someone wants to take advantage of me. And, of course, it's consensual. But I'm looking for somebody that you wants to, like... You want to look at like, like, you're physically able to do that. You're physically able to kill me or pin me down and, like, do... Have your way with me, so to say. And I like that in a very... In a, in a person that is going to do that to me in a very physical way. And with the type of, like, not squirrely, but oddery, sort of, like, wiggly, awkward sort of guy, I usually go toward that when... The worm. I go toward that 
when I want to date somebody that I want to be the dominant person in the relationship, which is most of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that it definitely completely changes what I'm looking for in a dream person, depending. But for the most part, I lean toward the, you know, the one. But yes, I love muscle bears. My ideal body type, if I ever decide to like, I'm super genderqueer, if you all remember to bring it back again. I use they, them pronouns. I wear dresses sometimes. I can wear dresses and wear makeup and feel very feminine with muscles, though. It's not a big thing. So my ideal body type is literally like to have like just like a kind of like a soft, squishy body, but to be very muscular also. I love that. I love that look. See, I like, you know, that's my my type, you know, the giant hairy bears. If somebody doesn't look like that, I get very attracted to if, like, their body, like, they're not, like, fat, but they have, like, that little belly pook. Like, that little pooch, you know? Yes. Like, if I see that, like, somebody just has, like, a normal body type, and then you can just see, like, a little bit of, like, belly pooch, I literally am, like, I don't know. I, like, want to pinch them. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I think it's really cute. But I'm also, like... I dated a lot of different people that look a lot of different ways. And if you remember, um, also, I think, um, well, when I went on that dating show, um, the dating show literally was like, oh, you know, describe, describe, describe your type, describe your type. And I was telling them, like, I've dated a lot of different type of people. But I, you know, basically it was like, all right, fine. And I described a giant, hairy, tattooed man. Yeah. And then they were like, wait, are you, are you straight? And I was like, pretty much. I'm like open to everything though. And then when I got on the date, I opened my eyes and instead of a giant hairy tattooed man, there is a petite woman there who is not hairy or taller than me or any of that. She's so cute And she is, but like, we still, you know, I've gone out with her, you know, so I'm like, you know, so obviously versatile and shit, but absolutely because my because also when it comes to women, I'm attracted to people who look like me. Honestly, I like my body type. Like if your body type look like, I guess I also kind of like the man version of my body type, which is like not fat but not skinny. You know, you're just like soft, good yeah, for hugs. Right. But um, which is my Tinder bio actually says like I eat a lot of cereal, so I'm soft and good for hugs. But, um, yeah, like, when women have, like, my type of body type, I, um, or, like, a little bigger, then I'm like, ooh, I was getting out of the salon pretty, pretty hard the other day. My coworker, I was like, look at that girl. Look at her. She's like, all right, calm down. I'm like, no. But, but yeah. But let me see my notes. Oh, I also, um, I like little imperfection things because I've never been attracted to people who are just straight up attractive. Absolutely. Like if you look, if you look like you know like a movie star or something, it's too much. It's kind of boring. You're like, all right, you're attractive, but there's nothing to really look at. There's nothing to focus on. Um, but one of the things I really like is when people have like, I like good teeth, but when people have like a little something wrong with their teeth, I think it's really cute. Yes. Like, yeah, like if it's like a little crooked, or my ex had two chip teeth. Which was like 
funny like reasons but like he had two chip teeth and i thought they were the cutest fucking thing and i'm like that's one of the things that people if i'm talking to someone then like i notice they have like a crooked tooth or something i think that's so cute like i love that kind of thing yes i completely completely agree imperfections are what makes people perfect like um like uh like man ray um he he always complained because there was like this thing with his lip where like his bottom lip I don't know if you actually remember this because I don't know how much you remember him but his bottom lip had like a scar on it because it like when he was a kid he had to get surgery on it so that like has always been there and he's like that's the reason that I never went into modeling and I was like yes but that's also the reason that I like you because if you didn't have that you'd be way too perfect looking and I wouldn't like you yeah it's just one of those things And it's also just like, I think, and it's going back to, we casually mentioned this earlier, um, finding and dating people. And I don't know if you found the name of that documentary and if you did bring it up in a second, but, um, finding and dating people that like are within the realms of our own attraction. You know what I mean? Like I'm super gorgeous. I love myself in every way, but I'm not like a model. I've never modeled. I don't want to be a model and I don't want to date people that are models necessarily because it's way too not out of my league because I don't have that mentality anymore, but way too perfectionist for me. They're always like worried about like, not everyone, not every model, but it always just seems to be that if I've ever dated somebody that's like, I care too much about my looks, that they care too much about their looks. I told you, I knew me and the Jersey guy were going to break up when I used to shower and he had more hair products than me, right? Yes, you did say that. No, I can't deal with that. Yes, it's absolutely, it's one of those things where it's like, if you are... I was just going to say that I, I literally have a tattoo of this. Like, um, the tattoo on my, um, one of the tattoos on my leg just says, there is no exquisite beauty without some strangeness in the proportions. Yes, that's right. It's a quote from Lygia by Poe. But I'm like, I like so strongly believe in that. And it's like, that's what is attractive in people that I'm like, that's on my fucking mind. I had to get a tattoo of it, you know? Because that's what makes, like, it's like the quirks in people. Like, when people are, like, a little bit weird, that's why we like certain people. Because they're quirky, because they're weird, because they're not obsessed with just being, like, basically that following the rules mentality. There's so many people that, like, won't enjoy people being weird because it's against, like, the social rules. And yes. it's like they have to be the good one. And it just feels like those kind of, like, you know, the good kid type of mentality. Like, I'm the good one. I, I know what to do. I'm going to laugh at you for doing that weird thing. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm having fun. You know what? But, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I found, um, I believe that the documentary was called The Science of Sex Appeal. Okay. And it was really cool because it basically was talking about, like, what attracts us. And I am, like, very interested in that topic and, like, one of the things I do when I'm, like, on the subway or I'm, like, people watching, um, just automatically, one of the things that I do is um, I play the game, like, why does somebody love them? And I, it's just, like, something that I've always done. But, like, I'll look at people because not everybody's, obviously not everyone's attracted to, attractive to me. But people get married and people have kids and everything. And you see people and you're, like, I don't think that person's attractive. So what 
would somebody else think is attractive? And then you can look at somebody and just be like, they're attractive because of this and this, and somebody's going to like this and this and this. And I like, you know, we'll just break down like what just on appearance wise, or if they're talking or something, what about that person would make somebody else fall in love with them or what kind of person would fall in love with them? Yes. And you know, stuff like that. So that's just something I do for fun. But this was like a documentary and it was talking about like, you know, why you were rejected. So one of the things that they did was they took a group of people and they wrote numbers on paper and they put it on their heads and no one was allowed to know their number. All right. So it's basically like they were talking and when you're younger, when you're like, you know, little or whatever, it doesn't occur to you that anyone's too cute for you or like too hot for you or anything like that. You're just like, oh, I think that person is attractive. So I'm going to ask them out. Like it doesn't occur to people. So the point of this was like, you're almost starting out from that level. So um, everybody has their number. And the point of the game is to pair up with the highest number possible. All right. So, um, like, obviously, the person who had a 10 on her head, everybody ran to her. So, everybody's trying to pair up with her. So, she could automatically pair up with the other, with another 10, because the 10 is trying to pair up with her. So, she says, she's like, well, I can tell that I was a 10, because everybody wanted me. And then the person who had, like, a 1 or a 2, they were like, I can tell my number was probably a 1 or a 2, because nobody was coming over to me. So... Basically, how it ended up was, like, everybody matched within, like, one um, one number of what they were. So, like, an 8 might have ended up with a 7, an 8, or a 9. Okay. You know? Stuff like that. So, it's basically like that because it's, like, that's how we do it. Um, you can tell, basically, like, as we're growing up and stuff, you can tell if you're, like, attractive based on if people are talking to you or hitting on you or stuff you get an idea you know naturally um of what your looks ranking is basically so then they played it again and um they had run everybody's pictures through one of those things to see um the symmetry in their faces okay so they ran through this thing and they had the computer rank who was the most attractive so then they set everyone out without numbers and they said, try to pair up with the most attractive person. And it fell the same way. Really? So it's like, yeah, it was the same way. There was a little bit more leeway because like in the numbers game and the numbers game, I think it was basically one off maybe. And then with this one, it was more like three off. So a two could be with like a one, two or three. But there was a little bit more wiggle room because, you know, people are in, like attracted to different things. But basically, it ended up the same. And they were like, the 10s both just ended up with the 10, you know? And then, like, it basically went out from that. So we're really, there's, like, a natural type of conditioning as we grow up to see, like, are people giving me attention? Are people always hitting on me? Are people always doing this and this and this? And then you get an idea based on the way that other people treat you how attractive you are. And it's interesting, too, because you kind of make, assumptions sometimes like you can make assumptions like of people talking to you like if I'm always getting this type of person who's talking to me I must be in that league yes. type of thing but it doesn't have to be that way because if you're just confident enough to go over and talk to somebody um they don't necessarily know what league you're in if that makes sense 
like my mom always told me when I was in like middle school and getting picked on, you have to, if you walk around like you're a piece of shit, people are going to treat you like a piece of shit, which is why she made me walk around with books on my head. <laughs> yes. But, yes. No, absolutely. And I, I, I feel like I might've touched on this in another episode, but I completely agree that it's all about the mindset that you put out there for yourself. And so I hit on people constantly that I think are, you know, are used to. I used to hit on people constantly that I thought were out of my league. Now I walk around and I was super confident because I would do that. And a lot of the times it worked out for me. But now I want, but that whole, that whole thing, that whole idea that there are, that there is this conscious thing. And, you know, there is a thing where we want to, we want to attract people that are attractive to us and that are in the similar amount of attractive to us. That's totally a thing. But at the same time, I don't like to believe in leagues anymore because it really was a self-deprecating thing for me in the manner of. I needed constant validation from my partner that, from my ex, that he loved me and I needed that, Ariel, because I was so afraid that, like, I'm not as attractive as you. But in reality, when we first met, I went up to him and I was like, you're really gorgeous. And he was the one that was then, like, taken aback by how, like, and, you know, I was very, very polite, very gentlemanly. And it, it, he was the one that was taken aback by how slow I wanted to take things and how romantic I wanted to be. And it was just one of those things where I have all of this stuff to offer and I don't give myself enough credit for it. So, yes, you do want to find people that are attractive and you don't want people that are too much more attractive than you because then you don't want you. You won't find yourself attracted to them. There's a level on either side of the spectrum where you're like, I'm comfortable in this one to two points away from where I am, one to two standard deviations of attractive away from where I am because you like the imperfections, but you don't. You don't like too many and you don't like too few. It's of, of course, it's a thing, but you also don't want to start dating someone and then say, wow, why are they dating me? You need to be confident in the fact that you are gorgeous and that if they're dating you, they feel similarly to how you feel about them in terms of like, wow, this person's really attractive. Why are they dating me? Absolutely. So that leads into another thing that I wanted to touch on on this. Yeah, sure. Um, so I have like, you know, I'm just trying to think of like traits that I couldn't deal with. Like, and one of the things that I just can't do, and it sounds shitty, but like when people have like really bad self-esteem, I, I can't, I won't date them because of like, all right. So the guy that I dated, you know, the horrible one who cheated on me, yes. the cheater guy yeah. who cheated on me a lot. I was and will always be a hell of a lot more attractive than that guy. Absolutely. That dude, he was short, he was living with his parents, and he was just not attractive. I, you know, got to know him and liked him for some reason, but he didn't have good self-esteem. So, like, if you're all those things, like, if you're short and, like, living with your parents for whatever reason or whatever, but you have, like, good self-esteem and you're confident and, you know, you're taking care of shit or whatever, that's one thing. But he was walking around, he was very aware of the fact that he wasn't attractive and he was very aware of the fact that I was more attractive than him. So, his bad self-esteem, literally, like, as soon as my mom and my aunt met him, they were like, he's going to cheat on you. And I was like, no, and they're like, ugly men cheat. 
And I didn't want to believe them, but honestly, it was like, like the next guy I dated was very fucking hot. So when people started hitting on him, he was used to it. So he just thought it was like funny or he would, he would tell me, he'd be like, some girl just gave me your number. And we would like joke around, you know, like we joke about it. This guy, if anybody gave him attention, it was like he was like a fucking starving dog. Like, I, I might never get this again, you know? So he did, like, if somebody gave him attention, he went with it. Yes. Like, despite the fact that you've got a girlfriend who was like, because also, I might sound like a monster on this, but I'm a good girlfriend. Like, I'm a, I, I'm a good girlfriend. So I'm like, you have, like, a good girlfriend who's more attractive than you and loves you and you're literally cheating just because somebody else gave you attention and you don't have the fucking self-esteem to say no to anybody so i'm like i can't deal with that you know and it sounds sad because i know like you know some people just have bad self-esteem or whatever but if you're i just feel like when there's certain times when it's like you do that and you're trying to be there for a person and build them up and because they're like that they're gonna end up fucking you over and i'm like i'm not willing to do that you know no. that's one of my that's one of my deal breakers if you're constantly like kicking you know saying that you're like unattractive or something it's literally just i'm like all right well fine i guess you are then bye you know like no i get it i mean yes as like i needed constant validation from the ex but i never cheated on him because I know that I'm attractive and I know how to deal with people hitting on me. I love to hit on people, Ariel. I flirt with people constantly and I told him that. And I said, you know, it's just one of those things where people like to hit on me, so I like to hit on people, but I don't cheat. And that yeah, it's just it's, knowing it's that, it. yes, it's getting used to it and saying, I really appreciate this attention. It makes me feel so good. I'm not going to cheat on this person that I'm with for you. If you're in an open relationship, different story. But if you're in a closed monogamous thing and you are not in, and you 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 cheat, that's that's wrong. And if you're you know, it, every relationship's different. But you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. No, I, I totally get it. I've been cheated on twice and like, I'm gorgeous. So why would people want to do that to me? It's the worst fucking thing. Worst. Um, oh, so just because I said to talk about this, what are the jobs? Like, are there any like, are, are you ever on Tinder or whatever? And or in person, I guess that can happen. Um, and somebody says they have a certain job and you're just like, yeah, swipe. There's it. See, it goes two ways for me. I really like people that are super, super, super arty, but I don't like people that like, I love people that like do art as a side hobby and do art because they love it. But I don't like matching with people that are doing art for a living because that's what I'm doing and two two artists can't live together so I really go for people that are like oh I have this super steady business job or oh I'm an engineer and I'm like god oh, that's so hot because I have no idea how to even do math let alone like be an engineer and figure out like where things should be drilled you know like that's so fucking hot to me <laughs> me too
Because, like, I do all this music, and it's not frivolous. It's very meaningful, but I just do all of this art and hope that some of it sticks on this wall that I'm throwing it at. And to find someone that's like, no, you know, I have a very successful career in doing this thing, and I make, you know, it's not even about how much money he makes, but just, like, I have this steady job, and I love doing it, and it's this thing that you have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so hot. It is cool because it's like you get to live like those two lives, you know, you you can hear about their jobs and be like, you know, not part of it. But I don't know. Yes. I have because I made notes. I have three things that I've wrote down. Okay. So one is musicians because everybody likes that. Um, two are teachers. I think that teachers are hot. That's probably a weird little thing, but, like, I don't know. I'm like, ooh, some teacher fantasies. <laughs> and the last one was magicians. Oh, my God, yes. But, like, okay, so one time I was in the car. I was in the car with my whole family, and we were talking about something, and I said, oh, man, um, I think it would be awesome to date a magician. And my dad, as he's driving, goes, no! And he slams his <laughs> he slams his head into the dashboard and turns while he's driving and goes, no magicians. What? Why? <laughs> and then my mom is like, oh, no, Ariel, no magicians. And I was like, <laughs> they, were not, they were not joking. They were just like. No, but like there was, I was just like, what star? I think it was there. And she was just like, wait, what? And they're like, oh no. So they started telling a story, which I should have listened to more. Um, it was about, I think it was somebody on my mom's side, like a cousin. I don't know, but they married a magician and he basically like stole all their money. It was something like that and but like they told me this story like i don't know why i don't remember because they told it so dramatically and then he took all of her like it was such a dramatic tale of woe and then they just ended like and that's why no one can date a magician wow so apparently, my family has this secret rule that there's no magicians allowed. <laughs> and I was like, no, it seems so cool. Like, they can do magic tricks. And they're like, no. Like, it was the most serious conversation. It was so funny. It's, it's so funny that you mentioned magicians because, like, literally, I used to do magic as a kid. I was one of those kid magicians that then stopped when they grew up because I was like, I don't want to spoil magic for myself because I still believe that magic is real. And by doing these magic tricks, I might learn the secrets to, like, it not being real, even though I still think it is, like, even to this day at 25. And um, so I know I don't want to keep being a magician because I don't want to ruin that for myself. But, um... There was this guy that I was talking to for like a super long time that was a magician and like I was always like god that's so hot like it's so hot. It is. I don't know why. It's just so random and weird and I'm into it. That's also something that I definitely can't do. I don't know. I always thought that was cool. Like it was always so funny like you know watching like 
teen shows or whatever, and they're like, ew, don't do magic. You can look like a nerd. And I'm like, no, believe in yourself. Do the magic. Wear like, the cape. Oh, it's so hot. It's a school. No, but, like, it's funny because, like, they do this a lot in, like, um, you know, TV shows or stuff where a helpful friend is trying to teach the other friends. Ah, oh, my speaker's up. Um, is is like trying to teach the other friend what women like and stuff, and it's so fucking. I don't know. It's like misogynist. You know, you're like you can't teach people in general like what other people like, and like they're like, no, women love this, and it's like, no, just do your thing. Like, there's no point. Like, if you are if you're into magic, don't stop doing magic because you think somebody else might not like it. You keep doing it, and then somebody who likes magic is gonna come along and like you. You know. Like, somebody's always going to think that what you're doing is cool, you know? Yes. That one, like, New Jersey guy, is, he's just full of these re- reference things. He was, like, sponsored to play Magic the Gathering. I thought that was so fucking hot. I was like, that's really hot. You know, it's a weird fucking nerd thing, but I was like, yes, you fucking nerd. But, yeah. Those are the things that make people attractive is those weird quirks and things, those hobbies that you don't think that people have that people have, you know? Yeah, it's uniqueness to people. Yeah, any like I, I, I mean, I've been saying it a lot more recently because I've actually been doing stuff with it. But like, I find people that are like, "Oh, you're a magician," not a magician. Oh, you're a musician, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a music. I'm a musician. I'm a music therapist." And they're like, "Oh, what else do you do?" And I'm like, "I'm really into puppets." And they're like, "Oh, that's really cool," you know? Like, it's 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 just one of those weird quirks. It's like I build puppets. I think it's a lot. I think puppets are really really fascinating and a good way to act rather than just people on a stage. And you know, I have a lot of feelings on it. And some people are like, "Wow, that's really cool." So yeah. And if anybody's not into it, then you're like, "All right, fine. That's not the type of person you're trying to be with." You know? It's true. Somebody that you want to be with, even if it's not forever, but just for a while, it has to be somebody that's like going to love you for the the things about you that other people might not yeah definitely like there's no point in being with somebody who isn't interested in you and you know like likes you and i feel like if somebody likes you they're gonna at least be in happy that you like certain things you know like maybe they're not into puppets but they think it's cool that you are you know yes i'm saying you know a lot you know um so another thing just because keep the keep the thing moving. I'm really into as somebody that's really into the dad aesthetic, I'm really into guys that like wear that type of clothing. So like jeans, I really like guys that wear jeans. I think it's super casual. Like not and of course we can get into that whole where is the right appropriate place to wear what outfit and I think that's an episode topic. We have, we have an episode for that. But um I like uh, when I went on the date with T guy, he showed up and he was wearing jeans and I was like, God, that's really hot. And I was like, bet you're going to go ride your motorcycle next. And he was like, I've always wanted a motorcycle. And I was like, yeah, that's so hot. You know, like it's just one of those things. I guess it's just one something that I'm attracted to is like I like guys that are eventually just going to be like dads, but without kids because I really don't want kids. The other day someone told me I'd be a great father and I was like, I'm not going to be a dad. I don't want to be. I want to be, like, a dad to my friends, but I don't want to be a dad. I would be really bad at it. Yeah. Me, yeah. I, no. 
but yeah, I'm, I'm attracted to like certain types of outfit. Like I wear a bow tie pretty much every day. And if I'm not, I'm wearing a shirt or a sweater that shows off the fact that I have a bow tie tattoo. People think that that's really attractive and that's great. And it's just what I want to wear. And uh, similarly, I like guys that, you know, have glasses and wear flannel and have beards and wear jeans a lot. I don't know. It's just my type, I guess. Too much of my type fits like fucking upstate woods folk. Yeah. <laughs> which are not the Oh my god, like I also like flannels. I like the like the the flannels and the beards and the hair and stuff. And I'm like, ah, but I don't actually want to date some guy who wants to go fishing every Sunday, you know? Yeah, I want the aesthetic, but not necessarily all of the drama that goes with like, oh, I want to go hunting. It's like I'm not, I don't want to eat yeah, meat, you know? Yeah, that. Yeah, like I want you to. I don't know. Like even if you're doing something, like you don't have to be like a fucking lumber sexual hipster type of looking like that. That's fine. It's still hot. Oh no, the snow's sticking now. But um, even if you are like a person who's like you know like woodsy and all that stuff. But just be like an enlightened woodsy, you know, like, don't be like, yeah, I want to go hunting with the boys, you know, like do some other like you can be that kind of thing. But just without all the I don't know, because I you feel can like be a that lot of kind of thing and you can be like, yeah, the kind of guy that has like a man, you know, what? I feel like those kind of guys are the kind of guys that have like a man cave or don't want to talk about their feelings. Like, not that I like to I actually hate talking about my feelings. I don't even know why I said that. But, you know, I don't know, like trying too hard to be a man type of men. But like, I don't know. I'm like, can you just be that without all the bad parts? Yes. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I want. That's that's my perfect. I end. just yes, absolutely. I oh god. I I mean, I could talk for a uh, hundred hours about everything that's <laughs> wrong with my life, but um, I'm in a good place, everyone. I, I promise. I like the type of guy who looks like he he would be holding a fish in his Tinder profile, but I would say no because he was holding a fish. <laughs> yeah, I like the type of guy that's like really manly, but I don't like super manly men because then they're you know they hide their feelings and i know that you and i have very different opinions on this but i love talking about my feelings because it's so important to be very open about what's going on not with every little thing but with most things and i know we have completely different thoughts on that that's a different episode but talk about feelings here on the podcast and then never again outside of it yeah um it's just it's it's like i liked I like the aesthetic of the people that I date and now all I want and I like the personalities of the of like the type of guy that I, I date but the whole the thing that I work on more than pretty much anything whenever I feel like I'm finding myself in a relationship and maybe I am dating the wrong type of guys is that I'm constantly like okay but you know you're hiding this uh, you're hiding this that you're upset about this one thing from me for like two weeks and then you blow up on me about it and that's not a healthy thing. Just tell me about it right away. Be confrontational. I love, I love you know, being confrontational. Did I ever tell you, oh, God. Like, okay, so I'm not into like, the whole talking about your feelings all the time thing. But if something's going on, I do just appreciate if you tell me. Because if you don't tell me, I'm going to assume nothing's going on. And yes. I had, oh, God, the, the cheater guy. Oh, God. One time. Okay, there's two times that come into my mind. He was opposite of me in, like, a lot of things. But one of the things was he fucking 
was too much feelings. He cried all the time. He just, I don't know. But, like, one time um, we were coming home from the movies and I had made some joke. I honestly don't know what I said because I was joking around. You know, my sense of humor. I'm like joking around, being a dick. I'm not actually being a dick to you because you would be able to tell the difference. And I'm just playing around. I'm going to call you like a stupid ass because we're friends, you know? Um, so I had said something to him. And then we were driving home. We're driving home in complete silence. It's like maybe... 30 minutes or more like that we're driving in complete silence. I don't know anything wrong. Literally, I have no fucking idea. I'm just, it's complete silence. But I'm like, cool, we're, com- you know, whatever, comfortable enough that we don't have to talk all the time. I'm thinking about what I want for dinner. I'm thinking about like, you know, random other shit, like what I'm going to do. Like, you know, I got to take a shower. I don't know. I'm just like thinking about other shit. And then we get to his house, and I get out, and I'm like, so what are we doing for dinner? And he's like, that's what you say to me after I've been ignoring you the whole car ride? And I was like, ignoring? What are you talking about? And he was like, I'm mad at you. And I'm like, you're mad at me? (laughs) I literally had no idea. He didn't talk to me for half an hour. I had no idea he was mad. I was like, if you were mad at me, why didn't you just say something? And he's like, because you couldn't tell. I wasn't talking to you. And I'm like, I wasn't talking to you either. It's not because I wasn't mad at you. Like, does that not occur to you that I also wasn't saying anything? (laughs) You know? Like, it was so weird. So he thought we were driving home in angry silence. And I'm literally doing my own thing. You know, I'm not mad at, I I have no idea that he's mad because he didn't say anything. But I'm like, use your words because me, like you know, we've talked about it before. I don't, I don't start fights over things or anything. But if it's something like that, like you said something, you hurt my feelings. I'll just be like, you know, hey, that was rude. Um, but if you don't bring it up, I'm not gonna know you're mad. So another time, we were driving, um, we're driving a car. We had broken up and gotten back together, and I had my iPod playing, and this. <laughs> This song, Every Day I Love You Less and Less, came on. I think God. it's by the Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, it's the Kaiser Chiefs. It's so, oh my God, I love it. It's like, every day I love you less and less. And it's like, you know, happy kind of like, you know, that kind of, it's like an upbeat song, but it's about I don't love you anymore. I'm happily singing along because it's a fucking song. I'm not the Kaiser Chiefs, okay? You I didn't, didn't write put it. on the song, you know? It just came yeah, on. Yeah, it's just on. I'm enjoying it. Um, the song ends, I look at him, he's tearing up. He is tearing up and he's like, why did you put on that song? Oh my God. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, well, you're singing it every day. You love me less and less. I'm like, I didn't write the fuck. Like literally he used to try to put like, like he thought I was communicating with him at all fucking times. I was like, not everything has to do with you. Like, oh my God. It wasn't like a talking about feelings thing. It was literally just, I don't fucking know. Like he literally was just like, why did you play that song in particular? Like, what are you trying to tell me? And so then it was like, I had to be careful about what songs I played. Cause he would literally, he would think that I was trying to communicate with him through the music. I was like, what about me makes you think that I'm subtle enough to do that, you know? Though I will say that when I was younger, um, I would break up with people by putting on the song Dr. Jones by Aqua. 
And oh so anytime, and I don't know why, because it's not a breakup song, but I love that song. And I guess it puts me in a good mood. So like anytime that that song came on, like the first time it comes on, I always say to the person, especially if I'm, uh, you know, I'm planning on dating them for a little bit. I'm like, I'm going to break up to you. I'm going to break up with you to this song. So just be aware. And they're like, what? And I'm like, well, I don't want to break up with you. But if something ever happens, this is the song that would play. So then anytime that that song came on from then on, it would freak the person out. <laughs> so I don't do yeah. that anymore. I still use it as a breakup song, but I don't freak people out. I just kind of play it in the background because it makes me happy. And I'm like, hey, you know, now the summer is gone. You got to go back home. <laughs> you know, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, call on Dr. Jones. I'm trying to find. Oh, my God. There's a song. Oh, my God. What is it? I don't have it on here. There's literally a song called Ariel. And he's just like, Ariel. And he's like, I feel you. Like, it's like a, like he's mourning the fact that you left him. There's actually a song. So I like I used to like to show it to guys and just be like, so when we break up, you're going to have to play this on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Who sings it? Oh, God. It's on my own iPod. It was, it's actually a really good song. Star showed it to me. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good one. I like to, I like to show people that. But I haven't done it in a long time. Oh my god, who is it? It's such a catchy song. I don't know. I can't find it. Yeah. What were you talking about? I got I got off topic. Oh yeah, the types and the blah 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 blah. Um, that's all the notes that I had. <laughs> that's okay. Let's um, because we're running, so let's move into. God, I keep finding these beautiful men that are exactly my type on Tinder, but they're all in the city, and I'm not in the city. Um. Let's like having an entirely different conversation on on Facebook as we do the podcast. We are. We're literally we're literally sitting here talking about Tinder and sending each other things while we're having the serious conversation. Like I've sent Ariel like something like seven men, and I'm just like, look how beautiful these people are. Like. It's We're ridiculous. having an entire discussion about that other one that you said, his spirally hair, like, as we're talking. Well, this one is beautiful. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, I also, I just saw someone on Tinder, and I had to swipe right. I really like mechanics. I don't know why. Oh my God, me too. Me too, <laughs> me too, me too. Like, I don't drive anymore, but I'm like, ooh. You, you had a you big cigar. <laughs> like i don't know that's 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 been one that's always for me too i'm like if you know shit about engines and because i also really wanted to learn about cars and my dad like wouldn't teach me he just kept desperately trying to teach my brother who had no fucking interest and i'd be like teach me to chase the oil dad you know and he was like but he wanted to teach my brother but i almost went i'm certified in horticulture and landscaping but i almost got like tried to go into the certification class for um engines and like mechanics and shit but i didn't want to get laughed out because i was like one of the only girls and I really didn't know what I was talking about and I felt like if I was going to be the only girl in the class I had to go in there with knowledge you know absolutely and I regretted it but no me too I'm like I literally don't fuck I, maybe it's because I used to have so many fucking car problems too that I'm like if only I was dating a mechanic they could fix this for me because like, I only like exclusively drove shitty cars Travis yes I was like, did we break up again? No, sorry. I was yeah. swiping. Um, 
So let's move into recent obsessions and then recent dates. We just, for listeners' point of perspective, we have taken out listener stories until we get more of them as a steady flow because it's like we get one and then we're like, oh, well, then that section's done. So we're just going to talk about the recent dates we've been going on because we've kind of been skirting over that these last few episodes because we've been talking about the actual topic. So we're changing it to our recent dates because Ariel's gone on one. I've gone on one. We haven't talked about them. What? Gone on more. There was the one with the the engaged guy. I went out on Valentine's Day and I went on one on Monday and I have one in an hour that I should probably get ready for. Okay. I've gone on a bunch too. I'm just saying there's one recent memory that we were gonna talk about. Go ahead. Oh, obsession. Obsessions. I'm not obsessed about anything because I've been watching the same shows and listening to the same podcast since last week. Okay, that's super fair. Um, I have. <laughs> I'm also in that same boat. Um, oh, I got super into the idea, and not necessarily a band. But I got super interested in the idea of, like, how a band evolves through time. So that's kind of what I'm obsessed with. Like, not old bands, but, like, newer bands. Because I was listening to a band and I was like, wow, this band reminds me exactly of what Tilly and the Wall sounded like in 2008. And that's because it was an album that I was listening to from that band from 2008. And I was like, that must just be the 2008 sound. And I thought that that was so super interesting. And as a musician... Bojack, where um, Princess Carolyn is listening to the what is it like the two thousand and one pop song? Yes. <laughs> As a musician, we're always playing with time, but we're also in that particular time period. So I'm so obsessed with like, oh, you know what, my two thousand fifteen stuff and the stuff that I was doing there with Nervous and Queer, the band that I have with Carly and Star, that sound is going to be completely different than what we do this summer when we bring back the band again and it's or even just my own solo stuff so i've been listening to a lot of bands that have an album from like 10 years ago and then listening to their modern stuff and being like wow you know you can still tell that it's the same band because it's a similar style but it's a completely different sound because they've grown as people too it's just really interesting so i guess i'm kind of obsessed with time but um you know that um AFI. Yeah. AFI's sound is so fucking like their old stuff sounds so different than like their last album. I mean, they're also like a really fucking old band. Like they've been around for a long they've time. They've been around forever. Um, oh my god. Anyway, uh, while the snow still falls and we haven't lost connection yet, but I have to go soon because I have to help my mom with beans. Why don't you tell me about your recent date? <laughs> Okay, so, um, so just like a little backstory of that, um, I went out to a bar with my friend Danelle that I've mentioned on here, the one I met on the train, and, um, we went to a bar, ordered food, blah, 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 we're hanging out, um, it took them an hour to get us our food, so in the middle of me talking, she turns around and just screams, like, where's my fucking food? It was very dramatic. Oh my god! So, Anel, the one who I stole her uh, one night stand, so you know we're equally terrible. She starts flipping out like, "Where's my fucking food?" Blah blah blah. Like it was very very dramatic, and I'm like, "Whoa!" So every she's screaming from a table to the bar, like we're not at the bar. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, we're at a table, 
and everybody at the bar turns and looks at us and they're like yo you know and like i'm like oh great everybody's gonna be mad at us and then they're like yo this service does suck though (laughs) (laughs) everybody starts talking about how the service is really fucking awful and all this stuff and everyone just like starts buying like people start buying us like shots and drinks and stuff and they're like yeah you know like they're all like we love this place but also kind of fuck this place because it takes so long so um, the two people sitting next to me, um, we end up talking because the one guy is wearing like a band t-shirt. He's like this little tiny nerd. Little nerd. Um, but we were like talking about um, music because we like similar music because I like, I like everything, but I also like really enjoy metal. So we're talking about like different different metal bands and you know different genres and different stuff like that. And then we start talking about like all this nerdy stuff and um, just like all of this like all these nerd things and he's like getting all my references and everything and he's also like a t- tiny little nerd that I'm like you're kind of cute you know he's not like super cute but he's like, kind of cute but he's also has a lot of tattoos so and then the two people left and he literally was just like I think you're gorgeous and I was like oh god because <laughs> I'm also like weird with compliments because I'm like oh you're, you're shouting compliments at me <laughs> Like, you know, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. So, long story short, um, drunk Ariel will add everyone on Facebook and Snapchat and give out her number. So, everybody had my number. So, he texted me the next day and was like, can I see you again? And I was like, yeah, um, I'm free tomorrow. So, I went out on Monday. Um, and it was actually really fun. Like, it was, it was actually, like, a lot of fun. Um, I showed up. So I'll give you the highlights. I showed up on the date. Literally, I met him at a cafe. And he's like, oh, um, how was your day? Did you work today? And I was like, no, I was at the doctor all day. Guess who has a heart murmur? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh. And I'm like, it's me. I was like, that's not me talking. That's my heart murmur. Like, literally, I'm like cracking up. So <laughs> he's like, okay. So then we dive right away into like very serious topics like we're talking like i don't remember what we were talking about i think like past relationships or all kinds of stuff very serious and then i was just like wow this is lighthearted." and he's like it's because we're scorpios like true true so because his birthday is like a couple days before mine so um we leave the cafe so i'm like all right right here we've started it with me kicking in the door basically and being like medical issues so (laughs) then we we leave back to the bar that we met at to get served by the same girl that my friend had screamed at but <laughs> she was nice she was cool about it by the end of that day by the way like she was even trying to help my friend hit on the guy so it was like she was cool good so so you know that didn't end horrifically but um we went back there and so at one point there was something about like red light which is why when you said like your light was red something about red light and i was like you know it's really funny because my one friend Um, she told me she's still, every time she's in red light, she thinks about me because when I was like 20, I had her chase cars so that I could be bathed in the red lights of their tail, of their bright lights. (laughs) Cause I was like, I look really pretty in red lights. So I started telling him that and I was like, yeah, I'm like, I look really good in red lights and pink lights and blah, blah. I'm like, really any light. I'm very attractive. Yes. (laughs) And then I'm like, I was at work the other day. 
And like, cause I, you know, I do part time in a salon, there's mirrors everywhere. And I had gotten to work and I was walking past a mirror and I came back to my coworkers and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you guys weren't going to tell me how fucking hot I look today. Oh my God. And they were like, ugh. They're like, this is why. This is why we don't compliment you. And I was like, look at me. And then I strike all poses. So I'm telling him that. So I literally just start telling him all these stories about how attractive I am and different times that I've made jokes about being attractive and just literally going on and on about how hot I am. And then um, he tells me, like, what his name is. Um, what is because he's like because he hadn't told you up till that point what because you were 15 you were 50 minutes into this date and you were just talking about how beautiful you were but then he told you his name yeah because i I knew his name but like i didn't know what it was short for so i'm not gonna say it on here but like he told me and i just started laughing so hard i was like that was the dumbest fucking name i've ever heard oh my god And he's like, oh, and I was like, it's the worst. And I am laughing and mocking this poor guy so much about his name. And then he shows me his license and it literally says like he's the third. And I'm like, there's more of you. (laughs) So I, okay, so medical issues, talking at length about how attractive I am, mocking his name. So then we leave the bar and we end up coming to my apartment because we're going to go sit in the park. And I'm like, we could sit on my rooftop because my rooftop has like a really beautiful view. So I was like, we can sit on my rooftop. So we go up there, we sit. And for some reason, I mentioned Tinder, like I made a joke. And then he was like, oh, you know, I never, I, I tried Tinder, but I never got like a single match. And I go, well, if you if your tinder photos are anything like your facebook photos i can understand it because you look fucking horrible oh my god <laughs> i like these pictures are fucking awful you look like a goblin like i'm going in and i was like you're kind of cute in person but like these pictures make you look horrible and i even was like at the bar when i added him on facebook i was holding it up and i was like holding it next to him because i was like is this real like why do you look like this so ariel Oh my god, I went on and on. So then we end up getting too cold and coming back down. We watched like a, a bad movie together. So we watched the movie. It's a nice time. We're watching that shitty movie Piranha. We're making fun of it. Um, Good movie. Having a really nice time. And then um, the movie ends. I reach out. I grab my phone. I check the time. And I just look at him. I'm like, all right, it's 1230. Get out. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, get out. <laughs> and he's like oh okay so i'm just still in the same position i was like with a big smile and i basically like, get out bye so oh my god he's like okay and he um he gets he's like starting to gather up his stuff and then he's like give me your hand <laughs> he's like give me your hand i'm like well, are you gonna shake my hand goodbye and he goes no it's better so I'm like, okay, he t- <laughs> he takes my hand and he kisses it. Uh. And, I know, and I can't even help it. I'm like, did you just kiss my hand? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, that's really fucking awkward. Never do that again. <laughs> 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 
And he goes, what? and now all, out of all the things I said, like, that's the one, like, he gets thrown. He's like, what? I was like, never do that again. It was fucking weird. And he was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then he, he gets up and he's like basically almost like pacing nervously and he's like oh, well now I feel awkward I'm like you should that was really weird <laughs> so, I'm not letting it go so then he's like oh, oh and like oh so then he's just like okay um do you want to walk me to the door and I'm like yeah sure so I walk into the door and he's paused at the door and like the way he's hovering and like not leaving and like talking to me and like body language wise, I'm like, I feel like this dude wants to kiss me goodnight. Okay. Not doing it. He's just basically hovering and not doing it. Now in other times, cause I've had this before, like with the, the beard face guy who went to you and star show. Um, when that happened, he gave me a hug and he like, kind of hovered when he let go and my response to that was are you trying to make out with me <laughs> oh my god i did that once wow that sparked a memory <laughs> i do that all the time i'm like you're trying to make out with me he's like oh and i was like because i want to make out with you <laughs> i mean how it <laughs> so because you know fuck subtlety um but so this guy, I was just too tired to be like, you trying to make out? So he's hovering and he's not doing anything. So finally, it's just like, ugh. So I opened the door and I put my hand to his chest and I literally shoved him out of my apartment. Yes. Like, bye. And then with a smile, I slammed the door in his face. So that happened. We're going out tomorrow. Good. Because <laughs> he did ask me out again. So we're going to the movies. <laughs> but, so yeah, so that's what a date with me is like. So that happened. Oh my God, like that sparked such a memory for me when I was still living in Binghamton. So this is like the spring of last year. It's probably March. It was maybe the end of February. So right around this time last year, I saw Rubble Bucket in Ithaca. And... Oh. It's a band, Rubble Bucket. Oh, you know them. They're the Yeah. I saw them live. They were incredible. Um I saw them with Oh god, I almost said his name. With um that was last year? I thought that just happened. That was last February. Um oh, weird. So, it might have been January, but it was it was in it was in the early early 2017. Um there was this guy and he played the saxophone, so we'll call him saxophone guy. He played saxophone in, because I lived in a collective house, so there were just a bunch of people and nobody knew each other, and it had nothing to do with college. It was just all of these people and that we were all kind of friends, but none of us knew each other before moving there. It was a genome. And we lived. Th I lived there. We grew our own food. We, you know, all of the food that was in the house. Cult? What? Like a cult? Kind of. All of the food that was in the house, unless it was specially marked, was up for grabs, so you could just eat whatever. Um, that's how I really got into nutritional yeast, and I still buy that. I love that. Anyway, um, there, I made a lot of really good friends there that I still have. 
Um, there was this guy, and he played. Sa- he didn't live there. He played saxophone in my in one of the housemates' jazz bands, and I had a crush on him. But I was like, I don't know. I think that he's casually queer, but I'm pretty sure that he's straight. And then I met him, and I was like, No, this guy is uh casually queer. And at that point, just for reference, uh, my ex fiance and I were in an open relationship because he was in Canada. We had decided on this. I as- I had been telling him about this person. Anyway, I wanted to date this person. Sax- saxophone guy and um I never really got an opportunity we didn't see each other enough we didn't really run in the same circles and I was playing that kind of hard to get I know that you probably think that you're better than me than you're not so I'm not going to go out of my way to talk to you sort of thing and I only just ever saw him when I saw him and so Um, when I had to go to the Rubble Bucket concert, I was like, oh, I'm going to this. And he said, well, how about I give you a ride? And I said, that would be great. So, um, we get up there. It, it's like an hour from, uh, Binghamton to Ithaca. We get up there. We see the concert. We kind of hang out during the concert. Um, but we talk a lot on the, we talk a lot on the ride, but once we get there, he has a lot of friends there and I have some different friends there. So I'm like, you know, I'm not really going to hang out with him. We didn't go there together. Like as a couple, the concert was incredible. After the concert, we leave, um, we come back, we're on our way back down and it's snowing really, really hard. And he's like, I don't like driving in this. I literally can't see the road. And I'm like, let me drive. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I love driving in really, really bad inclement weather. It's one of my favorite things. It's the only time that I feel alive is if I feel like I'm about to die. So that's what, it's why I like performing. So I was like, so let me drive. So I drove his car and it was really scary, but I drove him, I drove us home safely. And then during the, like the last few minutes, I was like, okay, here, you take the car back. Cause I remember that he was in the, he was in the driver's seat by the time that we pulled into the house. So, um, he drops me off at the house. It's still snowing. I'm like, are you going to be okay getting home? He says, yes. And then I'm like, this is going to be the last time I ever see you. And he's like, no, it, no, it's not. And I'm like, no, it is. I'm never going to see you again after tonight. And I want you to remember me fondly from this moment. And he's like, why would you never see me again? And he and I was like, because I'm I'm done with my internship soon. And I don't see you often enough that I think that I'll ever see you again after my internship. And when I move away from the area, which is on March 1st. So goodbye. And it's been really great knowing you. You're going to do fantastic things in your life. And I wish you the best. And he was like, wow. Well, I wish the same for you. And then I looked at him and he was looking at me. And there was just this moment. And then I was like, okay, so are you trying to kiss me? And he was like, (laughs) what? And I was like, because you're giving me that look. And I feel that energy like you want me to lean in so that you can kiss me. Because it's going to be one of those romantic things. Like, I'm never going to see Travis again. Time to kiss. And, like, I'm all for it because I really want to kiss you. I've wanted to kiss you for, like, six months. But I'm not going to not explain that it's really awkward and you should just kiss me. And then he was like, ha, ha, ha. Well, good night. And I was like, yeah, you ruined the moment. And then I got out of the car and I closed the door and I never saw him again. I actually, like, fucking love doing that to people. Like, I don't know why. I would, but I don't know. I love just being like, you trying to kiss me right now? Because I hate those little awkward, like, like, you know they're thinking about it. Like, should I lean in? Is she going to lean in? And I'm just like, I literally, but you know, I'm a moment ruiner anyway. I told about, like, all my I love yous and shit. But I'm like, you trying to make out with me, nerd? You know, (laughs) like, you're going to kiss me? Freak. (laughs) 
Um, I went on a date recently. I have to talk about this super fast because we have to go. But I went on a date recently as of like last Saturday with somebody that I've known for 10 years. And he's cool. And that's about it. There was like, I don't know. I've known him so so long. I met him through an ex-boyfriend. And I was like, oh, this will be fun. Let's go on like, let's go on a date. And then it ended up being more of like a hangout with a friend because I've just known him for so long that it didn't feel like a date. And maybe on his side of things it did. But it didn't to me. And then toward the end of the night, because we went to the arcade and we hung out at the arcade, which was really cool. Um, we met another guy and he's really cool and he's gay. And we met him at a crane game and like we just randomly started talking to him. Like it was literally random. Like I just saw him. I, I started watching him play the crane game and he was like, oh, um, this isn't what it looks like. And I was like, what? And he was like, well, you see, I already have one of these. I really do. But um, I, I won it and I gave it to my friend. And I was like, I'm so sure. Anyway, we ended up becoming really good friends. He's very funny. And we're going on a date on Sunday. So that's where that date's coming from. You're, so you're going on a date with the Craig game guy? Yes. That's really cute. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're actually both very excited for it. But I feel bad because I made that connection on a date. So. What? What? You said you feel bad because what? I made that connection while on a date. So I feel bad. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't, I want to just stay friends with the other guy. And. I, I really want to date this person that I met, and I think that that was pretty obvious that night because I was just, like, really, like, wow, this person's great. And I kept turning to my friend that I was with, and I I guess that I was on a date with, and I was like, isn't this person great? And he was like, yeah. Uh, so, whatever. I think I had a dream like that once, so I guess it was just the dream coming to light. Anyway, this is... <laughs> yeah, I had a dream once that um while I was on... A date with someone at an arcade, I started hitting on another person, but it wasn't the same two people, so now I'm just thinking about that. Um, I don't remember why that happened. Anyway. Yeah, just a thing. <laughs> yeah, just a weird, like, thinking back, that was an actual thing that happened. Um, this is I Look Cuter on the Internet. I hope you've enjoyed. We talked a little bit about, you know, today we talked about the things that we find attractive in a man. So, if you are tall and large and have a nice nose and have a beard and glasses and you just start my car that I don't actually have and you have a twin brother that is straight or you're both bisexual so you can date both me and Ariel at the same time we are looking for you specifically if you're a conjoined twin that we can freakishly date together that would really be ideal yes oh my god yes please have like <laughs> Uh, we can all live together. I'm into that. Be conjoined at the hip or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm into it. What's up? So I'm Travis Love. I actually don't think we did the intro this time. I definitely, we definitely didn't. Oh, okay. So I'm Travis Love. It's far. Don't know who the hell we are. Thank you for sticking with us for like over an hour. Yeah, we're at like almost two again. I don't know. Oh. How are you doing this? Anyway, um, if you enjoyed us, feel free to send us an email at ilookcuteronthenternet at gmail.com. Um, we'll take really any sort of date story, anything that you think would be, even if you want to like pitch a topic, like anything that you would want put on the podcast, feel free to contact us. Also, follow us on Instagram at ilookcuteronthenternet. 
which right now is primarily memes that go along with our topics because I like memes. Um, and Find our us Twitter, on. which if you want to follow our Twitter, um, we don't use it as often as we should, but it is there and it's, you say it because you always say it. It's at, it's at I-L-C-O-T-I podcast. Yes, that. And we have a Facebook group. Feel free to join it. We finally got another member. I think it's just somebody that wants to date Ariel. And um, stick around for after we say goodbye because it's going to be the song that I'm going to write about how much I like noses and I'm going to record and I'm going to put us the credits instead of our usual theme song. So stick around for that. And I think we're also going to put up pictures of ourselves on the Instagram just so people who aren't our friends know who the hell they're listening to. Yeah, because you don't you might not know what we look like, but we're actually both really attractive. So get ready to be blown away. You dazzled like, what? Why don't people date them? And then you listen. You're like, mm, that's why. That's why. Um, I get it. Okay, so I'm Travis Love. I'm Ariel Apathetic. And we will date you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better? Is that a better one? Sure. <laughs> date you next time. That's our sign off. Fine. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey, baby. This song's for you. Did you know that I really like you? I like your eyes. I like your lips. I like your smile. I like your face. But there's one thing that I like most of all. And I made this up on the spot. I really like how your nose shapes your face I really like where your nose is It's in a really good place And I really like how your nose doesn't care About your other proportions on your face I like that when you smile it's your whole nose Taking up 90% of your face and baby, I really like that now you knows that I knows that I really like your nose. But there's one thing I've just been meaning to tell you, and I really hope that you understand. Please sniff me, I've been waiting all day. There's so many things to hear and see and smell and touch and taste, but please sniff me, it's the most important scent the most important sense that we've got please sniff me I'm desperate for your nose against my body or my skin or maybe just on my toes and please sniff me oh baby can't you see I love your nose now you knows and I hope that your nose loves me Jesus fucking Christ